Hi guys, welcome to Discovering God's Best in Business. I'm Dara Simons, a web designer for mom-built businesses and a ministry wife. And I am Sarah Talbert, a business coach that helps women build their business with joy and profit. We started this podcast because we're super passionate about helping Christian women understand God's design for business. So join us as we discover God's best in business together. Hello, guys. Happy December. I hope you guys are thoroughly engrossed in the beautiful Advent season. I hope that the season is not hustle and bustle, and I hope that you can slow down long enough to really celebrate what the season should be about. I know it can get crazy. I know it can get hectic. And a lot of people are talking about that. But in our household, we are currently celebrating something huge. This is Sarah Talbert, by the way. And um, I really wanted to bring it to the podcast and share with you something God's been doing in our family in this season in hopes that it can encourage you to, like I said, slow down, pause during the season, and really look for where Jesus is truly showing up in your business, in your family, and in those around you. And so something that we are celebrating in our house is our daughter just became a Christian. She is eight And she has been, for a long time, really, like, we just have conversations. She likes to ask ask a lot of questions, which is good. But there's no, like, pressure in our house by any means to say some prayer or make sure she's doing all these perfect things right. It's more like I want her to have a relationship with God, and she's got to come to that on her own between her and God. And so this past week, my grandfather also recently passed away. It's odd that Dara's grandfather passed away in the same week. And so that's been quite interesting. And amazing legacies that her grandfather and mine have left our families and huge footprints to follow in and I think maybe I'll leave those stories for another day. I think because there was death in the family, there she's been asking a lot of questions and the timing just kind of seemed to come up. We prayed this week and she has said that the days feel lighter, the days feel airier, and she just feels happy. And so I wanted to bring to you guys a story that happened after this, but remembering the childlikeness of what it's like when you're following Jesus and wanting to obey him and the simpleness of what that relationship can look like. So uh, one of the things that started the conversation with my daughter this week is she just kept saying she didn't feel special and there's no real reason that she shouldn't if by anything she should feel more special she's the middle daughter between two boys 
and gets thoroughly spoiled by them and her father. So there should really be no truth to this statement that she doesn't feel special. But to me, it's interesting how that deep-rooted fear or that deep-rooted insecurity tends to haunt us, right? It, it's, it's even more troubling to me how early sometimes these lies tend to creep up in our life and how early these stories plague us, plague our thoughts, plague our hearts, plague our actions. These stories that aren't true, that are from the enemy, and the one in my daughter's life is, I'm not special. Maybe yours is, I'm not good enough. Maybe yours is, I'm not special. Maybe it's, I'm just not enough. Maybe it's, I haven't done enough. Maybe it's, you feel like your voice just doesn't matter. And so I'm not sure what your story is that plagues you or comes up in times of insecurity, but I'm almost certain that we all have them in some way, shape, or form. And I'm sure they've bothered you probably since childhood. But it's a story that continues to be on repeat. And for my daughter, it being I'm not special, we talked with her about how there is truth about who she is and who God has made her to be and how the enemy doesn't want her to know that she's special. And so he likes to put lies in her head. He likes to make us think and doubt who we really are. Tuesday of this week, we were at school, and I homeschool my kids, and so we go to this co-op. She came up to me, and she was like, Mom, I think Satan's trying to tell me I'm not special again. And I said, why? And she said, all the kids at co-op have a candy cane, and I don't. And I want you to think about this in your own life. Have there been times where you've looked around and really felt like everyone else had the candy cane and you didn't? And maybe that show, that story was, I'm not good enough, so I don't have a candy cane. I'm not special enough. I don't have a candy cane. My voice doesn't matter, so I'm not going to speak up for the candy cane. But anyway, she came up to me, and she was like, everyone has a candy cane. And the second thing I want you to think about is, is it true that everyone has a candy cane? Because I was looking around, and I didn't see anyone with the candy cane. Um, but she had seen a couple of her friends have the candy cane, and she wanted one. And she said, I think whoever's passing them out is leaving me out and not giving me one. And it's making me feel not special. But I think that what we talked about, that God has made me special. And so we kind of had this quick conversation and I said you know like don't worry about it whoever's passing out the candy canes did not leave you out on purpose they just are randomly passing out candy canes I said but you know what you can go pray and you can just talk to God and tell him that you need him to tell you you're special because that's where our identity comes from so anyway it was less than a minute after this conversation and she had kind of like taken a deep breath 
she looked more confident than when the conversation started and she said okay and walked away and not more than I don't think it was more than a minute and this mom across the room said Ella oh my goodness you don't have a candy cane how did I miss you and Ella looked at me like in these huge eyes and she said mom God provides and I just want to ask you today, do you really think that when you ask God for that candy cane, do you really think that he's going to answer? Do you really think he's going to provide? Because I've been doing some research on this. <laughs> And, you know, a lot of times we read scripture and we're like, yeah, you know, if I just ask this in God's will and he's going to answer. But a lot of times our prayers end up being things like, um, God, I hope I don't get sick. God, I hope I have a good day. Um, God, I hope that we have safe travels. I just feel like our prayers fall so short of who God is and how much he wants to give us the candy cane, I feel like we're missing out if we're not praying for things that matter to God and praying for things that are going to allow him to really show up, really, really show up. Because I feel like if we're searching with our heart, and our desire is to have him meet us in our wanting to have that identity, the foundation of our identity met with wholeness. I feel like if we're wanting to share love with our neighbor, with our clients, with our family, I feel like if we're wanting to show up with confidence in who God says we are and finally start getting rid of this junk and these stories that plague us of we're not special enough. I feel like that's where God can show up and do something big and that's when we can say God provides. Like Ella said this week, if we can really, really step into that childlikeness if we can stop trying to busy ourselves with the day-to-day -day tasks, and if we can really slow down and actually start looking for God to show up in the small things, because a lot of times I don't think he's really, he does huge, amazing, wonderful miracles, but I think if we're not seeing the small things like God providing a candy cane to build our confidence and our faith and trust in Him, then it's going to be harder to see maybe even the bigger things. And so my question for you is, are you praying expectantly? And when you pray, are you praying for things bigger than your health and your safety? And I don't mean that in a way to knock health and safety because they're very important. But are you praying on a deeper level of 
helping to get rid of insecurities, helping to get rid of doubts and fears so that you can serve, so that you can help others fight their doubts and insecurities? Are you praying in a way that you actually expect God to show up that day? Or are you just saying it in saying words? Or is it a actual prayer and a relationship with the God that created the universe? And so with that, I hope that you guys can spend some time slowing down, looking for an opportunity to maybe be the one that provides the candy cane this Christmas season, or maybe you need the candy cane and you need to start praying for it because I know God shows up to those who are brokenhearted, to those who are searching for him. And I just wanted to take it away, I guess, a little bit from you need to make money, you need to get clients, and you need to do this or that, and really bring it to your heart and where is it this Christmas season as a business person wanting to grow their business designed with God's purpose in mind. So I hope you guys have a fantastic December and we'll see you next week. Thank you.